reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. That's why I put 
Hallelujah. Are you excited? Are you rested? <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I want to say something, but I don't think I should respond. So that should I respond? I shouldn't respond. Are you happy to be here? That's all that matters. <laughs> Clap your hands for Jesus. Let's share a word of prayer. Father, we thank you. We are very, very grateful for the amazing blessing of being a part of this festival. A part of this blessing. I pray and I ask you, Lord, to open the chambers of our hearts and plant the knowledge of your will so that we can stand as faithful workers, faithful sheep, faithful sons and daughters of this beautiful church. Thank you for the great work you are doing. Thank you for power. Thank you for wisdom. Thank you for your amazing presence in everything we do. We are blessing you. We are saying thank you. We are saying you are awesome. We are saying you are great. We are saying you are all wise. Be with us. Minister to us. In Jesus name we have prayed this prayer. And all the saints will say Amen. Amen. You may be seated. This afternoon, I want to share more share more yes you see I want to talk about two things I've tried to let you know that in your walk with God you must give yourself to deeper experiences. You must not allow stagnation 
to characterize your walk with God. The path of the just is like the shining light. And it shines more and more. So God is expecting an ever increasing, ever increasing spirituality. More and more. Can I hear someone say more and more? Yes, Daniel, you must be more spiritual next year than you are today. If next year you are the same, it means something bad is happening. And I told you yesterday that the template on which God, God's will is done in your life is a template of an ever-increasing spirituality. Once you stop, his will stops. Because he's afraid of you. I mean, he says, I know the plans I have for your future. So the future is a long way away. So he must be expecting more of you in the future to make plans for your future. He must be expecting more of your future. You know, so we must overcome and also fight anything that wants to keep us at the same level and for some two or three of us to take us back it must not be allowed it must be rejected don't allow yourself to go back you may go back in your academic life or in your beloved dozen but not in your spiritual life don't do that don't do that so the message of this camp is that we are trying to go deeper and do more. More. And if you have a camp next year, God willing, and it's not this theme, it doesn't mean that this truth lasted one year. This truth is not ephemeral. It's not short-lived. It's your lifetime responsibility to make sure. And, and uh, you see, I'm saying it's that it must be a project. You must be asking yourself. I mean, you look at your life last year, at your life today, and you ask yourself, am I doing more? Am I growing Am I going from strength last year to strength this year? Or my life is just frozen? What is going on? You know, so you must get it all. You must, I don't know how else to try it. I've boiled it, I've steamed it. I've roasted it. I've even fried it, but I, do, I, I wish I had another way of frying it for you to understand. Yeah. Ochuko. <laughs> Grow more and more. <laughs> Look, there is no other Christian life 
there is no other Christian life. Forget about your friend in the in the Adamobe branch. Forget about your sister in the uh, 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 Ayikuma branch who is not growing. It's not normal. No matter how many people are not growing, are not are not doing more around you, it will never be normal. Desire the sincere mouth of the word that he may grow thereby. The word of God always uses natural concepts to bring home spiritual truths. And you are growing. Naturally, there is no one who stops growing. If you stop growing, you are a medical condition. You are sick. We have a doctor here. If you think that those of us who did civil engineering cannot speak like that, there's a medical doctor here who can say, say if someone stops growing, is it, is it, is it normal? Should we just accept it? No, Bishop. No, Bishop. It's not normal. It's not normal. Even at 60 years, you should be growing. No, is it not true? Yeah. 60 year olds grow. Their faces are sagging more. Uh, things are falling more. And uh, things are not, we can't find things. And uh, no, it, you, you grow, you grow, you grow. When will, they, when will you start the saved camp? I'm asking for. So, so, so for you to say that you, you have been a pastor for 28 years, so you, you can't grow anymore, we, we, we marvel at your philosophy. We marvel at it because it's not normal. When you are 40 years, I mean, you, 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 57 year old man, take your picture when you were 50 years. There must be a difference. There must be a difference. So how is it that suddenly when we come to your spiritual life, you don't want to grow more and more. It, it doesn't, it, it makes you a hypocrite. It's not right. It reveals something about you. No matter the difficulty, you must desire to grow, to do more. You must do more. No matter how long you've been a pastor of your church, that church must grow. You must do more in the church. If your, if your chairs are all filled, start another service. Do more and more and more. It must, it, I, I'm saying that I, I need help. Someone should say it for me. I don't know how to say it anymore. Don't accept it. Don't accept it. It must be an emergency project in your life. If you don't grow, if you're not doing more, it must, it must set you on, I mean, ask yourself right now, your, how's your prayer life? How was it last year? 
How's your book reading? Reading life. Reading of books. How was it last year? The Bible says we should examine ourselves to see if we are in the faith. And these are the areas you must examine yourself. I don't know how else you are examining yourself. Are you you growing? Are you doing more? So, to do more, it's very important that we go deeper. So, this afternoon, I want to teach on why you must go deeper. And then I'll come to how you must go deeper. This is an old camp Bishop had. Now, I'll just go through this quickly. Then we will come to how. I'm just giving you reasons why we must go deeper. The first reason why you must go deeper is because God is about to choose you to do great things. God is about to choose you. Psalm 65 and verse 4. Blessed is the man whom thou choosest and causest to approach unto thee. Tell your neighbor, God has chosen you. Yes, God has chosen you. God has selected you. Yes. You know, this is not a place you just come. This is not a roadside hall that you just, as you were passing by, you just uh, entered. No. You are a subject in God's plan to use to do something great. And don't look at how your finances are or how your clothes are or what your problems are. God is looking for someone to use so that the person can be blessed. He's choosing you to do something great. Not for him. What great thing can an ant make? for you to benefit from it. Even an anthill is a disturbance. Young boys, redemption. Redemption. God is choosing you. If you had told me 25 years ago, as I sat in camps with a big head 
and a big Bible, writing notes that one day I will be having a camp with this crowd. I would have said what I'm talking about. But apparently, sitting in the meeting meant that God had chosen me for something in my future. And I'm saying that, that don't, don't look at what you don't have or how you are struggling or how you, are, how you like a girl. You can't shake that thought away. God wants to use you. Amen. 25 years ago, I was also in love with a girl. So being in love doesn't mean God cannot choose you and use you. Shakatabaya. Lift your hand and say, I believe that God is going to use me to do something great. Amen. Don't look at your life now. Don't look at your life now. Your secondhand clothes, secondhand wigs. Look, I don't know, maybe just one or two of you here. But the rest of you, nobody looks anything like how you are going to be in future. You don't look like it at all. So stop looking at yourself. You don't look at how you will be in future at all. What you are wearing doesn't represent what you are going to wear in future. How you came to this camp does not represent how you are going to be attending conferences in Moderna, Italia, in Switzerland. Some of you, somebody had to pay for you. But it is just, I said, the Egyptians you are seeing today, you will not see them again. They will not pay for you all the time. Anybody who paid for you has been given a privilege to sow a seed. But you are not a beggar. Tell the person, excuse me, thank you, but I'm not a beggar. If you die, you, do, you, you don't shut up. And enjoy the room you are sleeping in. They will clear you from the room. Oh, I'm saying that if you, if you believe it. Matakazuni man da bahasa. Kebabola bababa. Ramas Kataba. <laughs> I remember four years ago, three years ago, five years ago, when I sat in a dental church, seeing glory all around me. I knew I had made it in life. Everything showed that I had made it in life. I didn't know there was something ahead of me. I didn't, the church I was in didn't look anywhere near the church I was going to be in later on. And when I moved into that church from Adenta, anybody who saw me at that time would have called it a demotion. I must have done something wrong to be punished. I must have done something wrong to be punished. To be in a, to be having meetings in air-conditioned offices. 
and suddenly you are meeting under trees. You are having important meeting at dusty car parks. But ladies and gentlemen, the story has changed. I see your story changing. And you keep watching in three years, in four years. Say yes, Wamba. I said, say yes, Wamba. I see your life taking a new color. I see your life taking a new picture. I see the image of your life changing. Receive it now. Don't believe it that this is how your life is going to be. Just commit your life to an ever increasing spirituality. What is the point? God has chosen you. Why, why, why should you go deeper? You should go deeper because God has chosen you to use you for something very great in the future. Young girl with one center. In the future, you'll be overseeing branches of the church. Today, there are only 20 people under you. Very soon, you will be a mommy over 200 members. Believe it. What God does with our lives looks nothing like how we are going to be. Don't let your present problems make you feel useless. Don't make it. Don't enlarge it. And I can't, that's why I'm using my Adenta bread of life. I had an international ministry there in that church. Do not let the, 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 the little glory and some, some measly trappings of your life block the future. Keep doing more. Because God wants to use you to do something great. He's chosen you. He's chosen you. And I want to repeat it because some of you here are in your teens. Some of you are in your 20s. But there are pastors here who are over 50 years. And I'm saying that those of you who are over 50 years, believe God that there is something bigger ahead of you. Don't, 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 don't have a retiree mentality. You know, fine. Malabos Katabayanda. God has blessed you. Look at the man or the man or the woman God chose to do great things. They had no, I mean, they looked at themselves and said, Me. Did you say my, my second cousin or me? Me. How? How? But I'm very happy that they committed themselves to both trusting God and paying the price to go higher in their lives. Go higher. Expect your future to be more powerful than what is happening today. 
Some of you came to this camp on a bus. I have gone to camps on buses many times. I've been to camps that I arrived there in people's cars. But by the grace of God, a day will come, you'll be driving your own air-conditioned car. Bam! And my question is that, if God hasn't chosen it, then who has he chosen? Who has he chosen? I want to meet him. Please, you may be seated. I've, I've told you about this traditional area. Masatakasa. Oh Lord, use me. Use me. I throw myself into your hands. I don't know how the, my life will be like in two years' time, three years' time. But do big things with my life. But if you never do big things with my life, teach me to do small things in a big way. Mahasi katolu mayanda. Hey, gazima, mondelima, kabaya. Rababasa. I'm seeing, I'm seeing evangelists and prophets and pastors. Saguzima, Zigagoga, Diana, Madunia, Masanda, Kadania, Moskepa, Taba, Mega Church pastors, Mega Church pastors. Ah, Masanda. Some of you are going to pastor bigger churches, far bigger than I've ever, I, than I ever saw or have ever seen. Believe God. Listen, Moses. He was he spent 40 years in Midian. Do you know 40 years? When he came back, he was an elderly man, an old man. Did God use him as an old man? But so why are you in your 50s and you are retiring? An old man. God doesn't, you see, it is his power at work in you that does the work. So, and if it is his power, then it, once it's a human vessel, he will use you. Boy, girl, man, woman, old, young, he doesn't care. He doesn't, look, he doesn't care. Normally, he will use a general to bring down Goliath. But if all he can get is a little boy, David, once he is the one at work, all he needs is a vessel. So see yourself. See yourself. If you also believe, those of you who are deeply suicidal and melancholic, that God can never use you, just be with us in the camp and then on Saturday we'll go home. But believe it, sir. Believe it that even at this age, and after having served God, raised sons and daughters for years who are all around us, believe that there is something more. So, for, for, for that reason, still continue to go deeper. Deeper. If
if you don't, you would have mortgaged your destiny for some flimsy life and some very, very unnecessary trouble you yourself created for your life. Don't worry about what people think about you. Moses killed. He was genuinely a murderer. Not false accusation. He was genuinely a murderer. But he allowed God to use him. I'm, I'm saying that what people think about you, whether it is false or true, put it aside. The only person whose opinion matters to you should be God's mind about you. Get ready for God to use. I mean, I see so many young guys sitting here. Even when I see what you are wearing, I can tell that you have nothing. When I see what you are wearing, I can see that you, you, there's nothing to you. And, and when I see you, I just remember myself. Oh, I remember myself. And I can't believe what God is doing with my life. That's why I am, I, I, I'm angry with anybody who feels that as for you, you, don't, you, you are not part. It's an evil mind. Why else will he bring you here? Him writer said, and can it be that I should gain an interest in the Savior's blood? Even the interest. Do you know what it takes to come and sit here? Do you know what it takes to be sitting here? Do you understand how you came to sit here? It's not a place you just come and sit. No. The power that is drawing you must be strong for you to be sitting here important people in society that is why we must go deeper in our prayer life in our bible study because there is something big ahead there is something big ahead one day I was in Tema we were driving somewhere around the community, one area, and we saw a sign. I love that. It said, Beware, workers are working ahead. <laughs> workers are working ahead. Workers at work. <laughs> oh, don't have a retirement mentality. And don't let your achievements in any way. And by the way, what your achievements, there are nothing to write about. God is trying to use us. What, what do you have? What have you done? What have you done? What have you done? If you come to my church, you see a lot of empty chairs at the back. What are you talking about? There is something ahead of me. And once I began to begin to feel, oh, I'm now a bishop, I've had this, I've done this, and so on. And then you, you, you are speaking foolishly, like a fool. What type, of, what type of bishop are you? So when I'm having meetings, 
I have meetings with strength because I know that I can, I can smell. I can smell something ahead. Yes. I can hear the sound of the abundance of rain ahead. Oh, and I've seen rain before. But there's rain and there's rain. I said, I've seen rain before. But there is rain and there's rain. There is church and there is church. What are you talking about? Get it right, please. Get it right. God is going to use you. Believe it. Catherine Coleman, as was healing and doing amazing things. Her background wasn't a nice background. People's husbands, she had involved herself with complex problems. Complex. Oh, a woman, eh? a woman in love. Honestly, if you are to look carefully at Catherine Coleman's background, her marital record, her social history, I said her social history, she should have resigned and been consigned to the past long time ago in Bethlehem. But she pressed, she believed that regardless of my problems and my scandals, God can use me. Don't do that. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. it. Don't let your problems... Who doesn't have problems? Apart from Reverend Yoko the rest of us who doesn't have problems always as an exception there must be some one person or two I mean I'm quite sure if there's a second person it's Bishop Solo I can think about like these are the guys with perfect lives and ministry but the rest of us we have problems we have problems so when you look at Bishop Solo's life you must not be depressed because God always is called a remnant these are remnants when I see your problem, I didn't feel sorry for you. I actually feel sorry for you. But it doesn't matter who is feeling sorry for who. God will use you. Feel sorry for me, you. It's, it's my problem to feel sorry for you. The God who you are serving will use you. Number two. Why should we go deeper? Why? Because we are likened to buildings. And only a building with deep foundations can go high. Only a building with deep foundations can go high. First Corinthians 3 verse 9 For we are laborers together with God 
Ye are God's husbandry. Ye are God's building. 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 Say, I am a building. Say, I am God's project. Yes. You are a building. And I don't think anyone here wants to be an Atakwami building. Or a Zingli building. You don't need no foundation for no Zingli. When God is building, he builds magnificent edifices. If it is God building, he builds things that are sturdy and great to look at. Can't you see around the mountains God built? Can't you see the planets God built? He's not into Atakwamis. And the bigger and taller the building, the deeper the foundation. Abakatayaba. Acts. Acts. Twenty verse thirty two. And now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you. Do you have it in your Bible? Acts 20, verse 32. God is building you. Lift your right hand and say, God is building me. God is building me. That is why you must go deeper. Your reluctance to go deeper only means that you are not going to be anything great in life. Yeah, because if you don't go deeper, the only meaning is that you can't be used to build tall things. That's all. That's the meaning. If you don't go deeper, if you don't dig deeper in your prayer life, in your personal holiness, spirituality, obedience, if you don't go, you see, the deeper you get, the more ready you are to be built higher. And and there are buildings God if I if I God has even got uncompleted projects. Oh yes, some of you are abandoned uncompleted projects. I mean, a pastor who after after ten years uh, retires, it's an uncompleted project. Fight it. Believe God that you will not be an uncompleted project. Go deep. Deeper in your prayer life. Everyone here, believe God that now you are going to wake up 
earlier than you used to. It's also a way of being deeper in your prayer life and your devotion life. If you are normally a 5 a.m. person, believe God to do 445. 445, uh, then 4.30. 4.30, then till you start waking up at 2 a.m. Deeper. Not from 5 a.m. to 7.30. And you are waking up with the cows. Deeper. I beg you. God is going to come to you. You know, listen. I don't know. I, I, there's something about this camp. Just takes me back to my, I don't know what is going on even in my spirit. But it keeps, I, I, I keep remembering myself 38 years ago as a Christian. Born again. And I look back at the journey. The journey. Use the years well. You will never have an overnight ministry. It doesn't exist. It, do, I said, it doesn't exist. There, there's nothing like an overnight ministry. You are a fetish priest. You go to jail for two days. When you come back, you are an evangelist. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Don't, don't, don't follow these things. Take your time and keep digging deeper. Keep digging, scooping the soil. Keep digging, keep digging, keep digging, keep digging. There is nobody in the Bible who became something overnight. Paul... Paul, who met Christ on the road to Damascus, was already in the word. He belonged to a sect called the way. He knew scriptures. He wasn't a wee smoker. Do you know what it takes to be an evangelist? Do you know what it takes to be an evangelist? It's been 20 years. I've been a pastor preaching, student preaching, doctor preaching, husband preaching, father preaching, student it's been it's been close to 30 years. Get it right. Don't don't you see today's 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 youth have brought this also into the church that you won't pray. You won't fast. You won't go the real way. And you think that you can just become great by Sakawa or by some, by some 419 in the church. If you know anybody who just gets up and starts working miracles, just, just tell yourself that this is a movie I'm watching. Just keep watching it. Let's watch and see how it's going to end.
the man God uses. I'll come there. I'll come there. Keep building. Keep building. Keep digging, baby. Keep digging. Let God use you. I want to see you, Stephanie, as a a great pastor. And I mean you, not your cousin. You, not your mother. You, you, you. I mean you. And what I'm saying can take 30 years. But keep walking. There is nothing overnight in God's kingdom. <laughs> it doesn't exist. It's not in the Bible. Suddenly, the ground began to shake, and cloven tongues of fire fell on their heads, and they began to speak with new tongues. Suddenly, it doesn't exist. They had been in the room. For this stupid boy. They had been waiting on God. And then suddenly, the suddenlies in your life are superimpositions over long term waitings. Do you hear me? The suddenlies in your life are superimpositions on long term waitings on God. fall into sin, wake up, dust yourself over, off, and keep moving. You're offended, be healed, and keep moving. You are angry, keep moving. Just keep moving. Keep moving. I mean, think of what Paul was experiencing. Thorns in his flesh, and then he goes to God, and God, I mean, I can't believe it. God tells him that, brother, I'm not removing the tones. I mean, I mean, God should have been quiet. I said, God should have been quiet. Because silence is also a type of response. But to tell him that you are not removing it and that your, he, he, your grace is sufficient for him. You know, fine. The power stop. The power stop. So why are you stopping? Why are you stopping? Why are you not continuing to dig, dig, dig and go deeper and go deeper, go down deeper? And the point I have making is that it takes a long time. You see, I'm not, I am, please, I, I, want, to, I, I want to correct an impression I may be giving you unawares. Let me correct it. I am not saying that time 30 years 28 years 10 years will do anything good to you rather time alone is a destroyer time alone 
writes on the back of the law of degeneration. Everything spoils with time. So when I'm preaching time, I am not saying that just by being there after 20 years, you will be a man to God. No. You must be fighting decay. Fighting offenses. Fighting immorality. Fighting sin. Fighting pain. Fighting anger. Fighting offense. Fight! But if you think just by being there, you will become anything that you don't understand. Soon we will be looking for you. We will not even find you. Why should we go deep? Because you are a building. God is intending to build you into a very great thing. I, I would like you to just read the, the, the biographies of the men and the women God used. They are important to you because they will comfort you. They will teach you that God can also use you. You will get to know that they were not any, 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 any Martians. They didn't come from the moon. But they were men with like problems. But the difference between you and those men was that they persisted. Hmm? I don't hear of you anymore. I don't hear of you anymore. I mean, I'm saying that by this time I should have heard that you had the largest center or the biggest, like you passed the largest crowd. Do you, do you pass the largest crowd? Yes. You know, fine. Because we've done ministry together, you know, or, or you've forgotten. Yeah. And by this time, I was expecting that by this time, based on the number of years we have done ministry, I was expecting to hear something very, very powerful. But I don't. Do you see? But I, I hear rather that you are advancing powerfully in your academic life. You must be a doctor now, not so. You are a doctor now. Yet, but you are on the way to be be a doctor. Yes. But you are a pastor now, not so. You are appointed a pastor. You are not a pastor. You want to be a doctor. Oh, I shouldn't say it. template rights. I mean, it should worry you that you are, you, and, and please, the fact that I couldn't become a doctor doesn't mean that I am against people who are trying to be a doctor. I'm, I'm not the, I don't have that jealousy. God has a plan for everybody. If I couldn't become, he has to be. I'm not worried about that. That he's becoming something I couldn't get. But I'm just saying that it must worry you. You see, as, as a Christian who will read his Bible, it must worry you that you have been doing ministry for some time and now with ministry, you are becoming a doctor. Not medical doctor. I mean, PhD. That is also another, another heavyweight. The research you must do. We have the, the, the professors are sitting here. And I'm saying that as a Christian, just a, a Christian who prays in English, just a Christian who prays in English, it must worry you that you are becoming a doctor. 
You are becoming a doctor. That about any time, any any of these days, you will be called, and an akapi will be put on you, and your name will change from whatever to doctor. It must worry you that you are you are also a shepherd, but you have not become even a pastor, even a pastor. And you are saying I shouldn't say it. Then I'll stop the camp. Let's go home. also became a doctor. But I was adding pastor into it. That's a point I'm making. He's a doctor, medical doctor. He's a professor. His family, everybody's a professor. But he's also a reverend. You see, he was appointed a pastor and, are still, and he's still one of the most active people in the church. That's the point I'm making. And you're saying I shouldn't preach that way. How, how, how should I preach? Let's turn my Bible to John 3, 16. And, and, and now look at uh, God's, God's, God's will for a soul. John 3, 16, please. John 3, 16. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. The first thing I want to say to you at this camp is that God loves you. And he gave his son. Please accept his son. Accept his son. His son came to die for you. Say, has he died for you? Do you believe he died for you? Say, I love Jesus. Say, I love Jesus. Say, I love Jesus. <laughs> that whosoever believeth in him. My dear friends, young men and young women, we must believe. We must believe in Jesus. We must believe in Jesus. I want everyone here to trust God for your salvation. When you stand before God, He will ask you, Did you receive my son? So at this time, I want to pray for all those who want to surrender their lives to Christ. Do you know Jesus? I should do what? You have the original message. But you are saying I shouldn't preach the original message. Whether you like it or not. I'm saying that I am expecting that by this time. If you have a PhD and you don't have lady pastor title, I don't respect you. Those of you guys in Ashesi thinking that when they finish, you are going to the States to go to Massachusetts, Cincinnati Boulevard. We, we, we shall see. We are here. We shall see. I'm watching you closely. 
When I came out of the university, I was pastoring a church and I was called pastor. I mean, you are a man, you are marrying a woman who has been in church for 10 years and the lady is not even a basenta leader and you are marrying her with dreams that you are going to hold breasts in the night. Is that how to hold breasts? Shouldn't it worry you that this woman hasn't hasn't matured spiritually? I'm saying that from now, when we look at you and the person you are bringing, we, we, we will wonder who you are. Because one of the ways to know you is to know your choices. Can two work together? I may never know you. I may never know you. But one window I can have into you is to the people you choose into your life. You claim to be spiritual. You are praying. You are leading prayer and so on. And then you go and bring some man with pimpy knees who has been plucking tomatoes in Italy and he just comes. And we, he, he, he can't even pray. Pimpy knees. We won't say anything, but we have a mind about you. Me, these days, I look at people's wives to have a mind about them. Oh yes, I'm, I'm, I'm not like, I'm, just know it. I look at your, I look at your husband. I'm telling you what he is. I'm tell, if I don't meet you to say it, I'm saying it in the air. We are here with girls. Look at them. Beautiful girls. We are here with you. You couldn't get any of these girls. You have gone to Facebook to get a beloved. The latest one is Twitter. And somebody, I don't know, somebody also has gone to bring some golden brown girl. Why is he? Some golden brown girl. We cannot, we, we, we are looking at, we are still trying to, uh, to identify how she is. The first day we saw her picture, I said, hey, Onia, do you know what you are going into? Onia, Opana, do you, do you understand what you are doing? How did I get into all these things? You are a building. You are a building. Dig deeper. Take your time and dig deeper. One bucket of soil a day. You will come out of the prison. Go deeper. Go deeper. 
And don't go deeper only in your business life. Go deeper also in the ministry. I have, no, you see, don't get the mind that I am against marriage or I am against education. I'm not against education. I'm, I'm, I'm against golden brown skin. I'm not against golden brown skin. But ensure that your, your spirituality is also concomitantly going deeper. Look, this traditional area doesn't like what we are doing. <laughs> go deeper. Tell your neighbor, go deeper. You, God is building something. Unless you intend to be an Atakwami lady pastor. Yo. <laughs> you want to see people with big ministries big ministries big Christian lives when they speak you see that this is a Christian talking you are not even born again you say you are an evangelist happen. God can do anything. But don't follow such things. Get, take your time. Roll your sleeves and, and work. And today, I'm just saying to you that dig, 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 dig. There is nothing like overnight. There's nothing like weekend. that Sean? Take your time. Take your time. You'll be a big pastor. Take your time. Look around. One of these girls around. Bring her to me. Is she around? She's not here. She's here. She's here. You're sure she's here, Daniel. She's here. Okay. Is she golden brown? She's not golden brown. A honey hole, a honey hole. A honey hole. Chocolate. Bring her. Let me sit down and rearrange the, the, the relationship and put you on a course. I'll cross the river with you and measure and cross. 1750. Say operation 1750. We measure 1750 and we cross. Bring her and let's measure our first 1750. Two, three years. We are wedding because we are now swimming in the river. 
and take your time and start life because we need you we need you to pastor the church don't fool around don't go into pornography don't follow the underground church keep your head above water we need you Why must you go deeper? Number three. You must go deeper. Because God wants to build towers. Not just buildings. What? Towers. Mark 12 verse 1. And he began to speak unto them by parables. A certain man planted a vineyard and set an hedge about it and digged a place for the wine fat and built a tower and let it out to husbandmen and went into a far country. Malalabasotakawa. Hey, hey, forget these type of two story buildings. Believe God. Believe God. Pastors, young men, young women, believe God. To be into towers. Tall. Towers are tall. But you can't, there's nothing like an Atakwami tower. Towers. Towering high. And many of you, your future ministries, your future lives are going to be towers. But your reluctance to go deep worries me. It worries me. Luke 14, 28. For which of you intending to build a tower? Sit that not down first and counted the costs. Whether he have enough to finish it. Why? What, see, there's a difference between a building and a tower. A building is a building. And, and we thank God. Some of you are going to become big buildings. Oh yes, 20 bed mansions Amazing buildings People will come around and just admire What a huge building, beautiful building But When we talk about towers We mean that So when we say tower A tower has an, an influence That is very far Not this area Lighthouses were towers for the light to be seen. <laughs> I remember the story. Should I tell you? Oh. Bishop also told me a story. Of a, 
It's not everywhere you must take your nonsense to. (laughs) Yes. One of your responsibilities in life is to know, to choose where you take your nonsense to. This huge ship, the captain of a huge ship, was on the sea in the night. And suddenly, he saw another ship approaching. And the captain radioed the ship. He said, this is HMS Dunkirk or this HMS, this, this is Her Majesty's service, this, this, this. You are approaching the, it, uh, in, in, in uh, two two or four nautical miles, you need to turn around. He said, I am, I am Captain Edward Spencer. You are approaching our vessel. <laughs> and in two, three nautical miles, you must make a turn. And the other guy there, also in that ship, replied, I am Captain Mark this. I advise you in your interest to make a turn yourself. Hey. Hey. <laughs> oh, we have, we have a naval officer here. I shall even pass my story through him. I'm, I'm Captain this, Mark this, this. I, I, it is your own interest to turn around. And then Captain Mark Spencer replied, there are bound to be fatalities. And we are putting it on record that we have no responsibility. Should there be any, any, any fatality, we have no responsibility. I say, again, the second time, turn around. And Captain Mark thus said, it is in your interest. It is in your interest. To turn around yourself. Because I need to let you know that we also will not take any responsibility. Then the last straw that Captain Edward Spencer brought the microphone to his mouth to his and said, I want to inform you that you are talking to the captain of a battleship you are talking to the captain of a battleship this is a battleship please turn around and then captain mark whatever also took the whatever i said i also want to tell you that you are speaking to the captain in a lighthouse Immediately, Captain Spencer turned his battleship. Because there's a difference between a battleship and a lighthouse. And a rock, and a rock. (laughs) Some of you don't understand even the story. (laughs) You are talking to the captain in this this, this lighthouse. There was no further comment. Because where that lighthouse is, the rocks that are there waiting for you, 
you better than it will hold now. It's in your own interest. Some people are sitting in battleships thinking that they can run down everybody. The problem is not the lighthouse. The problem is the rock the lighthouse is sitting on. Number four, why should you go deeper? You must go deeper because our job as ministers is likened to fishing. Our jobs as ministers is likened to fishing. Fishing. Mark 1, 16, 17. Now, as he walked by the sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, his brother, casting a net in the sea, for they were fishers. And Jesus said unto them, Come ye after me, and I will make you to become fishers of what? Man. A shepherd must begin to change his mind about roaming around the shore. And remember that as fishermen, we also deserve some whales and sharks. Whales and sharks. You, you are a fisherman. You, you won't think of going deep in the work you are doing. You are fishing. You won't, you, you won't think of doing business in deep waters. What, how does it help you that you are a fisherman? Yesterday or two days ago, I saw a, a little clip of fishermen. I don't know whether it is La or any, any of these coaster, Shama or what. They got come to see. And they brought back plastic bottles. I'm sure some of you have seen it. Yesterday or two days ago. Plastic bottles. Plastic bottles. But, but that is what will happen if you go to the sea in canoes. Yes, we know there are plastic bottles. We know there are shrimps. We know there's wiru. But I'm saying that if your real work is a fisherman, then better buy a fishing trawler and go into the deep seas and catch something worthy of your vocation as a fisherman. Not bottles. If you are a real pastor, your ministry can't be just some two by four boys and girls. Some two by four boys and girls. 
was two by four boys and girls. Like I was a two by four boy and girl. I grew up to be educated. And I'm very happy that my pastor is very deep and is able to engage me at my level of intellect. So, but some of you, you, your church cannot have certain people. And I'm not saying that because you've not been to university. No, 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 no. How many people will go, ever go to the university? How many people will, will ever go to the university? But as a pastor, you must be deep in the word. You must know scriptures. How to explain scriptures. You must be spiritual. You must be anointed. You must be. You must be. It's very important for you to be so deep that you are also able to catch certain people. Yes, uh, just last Saturday, Bishop had a breakfast meeting. And when I, I wasn't there, when I heard the kind of people who came for the breakfast meeting, I was asking myself, so when will I also be able to have a breakfast meeting for, ch- for such whales to also come to, to mind? I mean, presidential candidates, owners of multinational conglomerates, professors, former vice chancellors, judges, What's wrong with you? If you have a breakfast meeting, will an, your assemblyman, will he even come? Honorable assemblyman, will he even come? You see, and, and the reason is that we haven't gone deep. So even to be able to stand on your, you see, if you meet these intellectuals, rich people, educated minds, great minds, and still stand in front of them and preach John 3 16 and preach heaven and hell. If you were the one, you'd have begun to quote Nelson Mandela to impress them. Begin to quote uh, 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 Barack Obama to impress them. But you must be deep enough. To be able to use John 3.16 to catch a whale. It's not the verse. It is the depth of the fisherman who is using that verse. I'll take it again. It's not the verse. It is the depth of the fisherman who is using that verse. Get it. Every morning when you wake up. Devour a verse. Devour a verse. Yes, I said it's not the verse. It's not the verse. It's the depth of the fisherman. It's not the size of the stone. It's the scale of the David who is swinging that swing. Sakutaba Madiagu Sikatiga Fisherman. So David said, They that go down to the sea in ships, 
who do business in great waters. They see the works. There are amazing works of God. There are fantastic works of God. I'm not surprised that some of you are, you just became a center leader a year and a half ago. You, you are actively thinking of retiring. Actively. You are waiting for any, any excuse to retire. But no, but it doesn't surprise me. You know, I'm not surprised. And I'm not angry. I understand you. I understand you. Nobody will, can live with something boring for a long time. I understand you. I, I'm even impressed that you have been able to hang around for this long. You've endured to this point. It must be. I mean, how can you? Let's clap our, our hands for him. You've done very well. To be able to have the, 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 the phlegmatism to, to be with such a boring work. For 14 months. Clap your hands again, please. I, I read the scripture to you today. That when Ezekiel saw the fresh water, there were still swamps and marshes. The Dead Sea came to life. The Dead Sea came to life. But there were still marshes. 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 Marshes and swamps that were salty, unaffected. I want to tell you ministry is not a boring enterprise, it's the way you are doing it that is making it boring. It's like jollof rice. Jollof rice is very nice. But it's the way you are cooking yours. Zagaduma liadaba. Corn beef stew. Super. But the way you have turned yours into light, corn beef light soup. Diet corn beef. Ah, I hear it's called diet corn beef. Say, everything you are not enjoying, somebody is having fun.
One sister had a beloved. The relationship lasted, I, I don't know how long. I, I, I don't know. But it was full of quarrels and fightings. Eventually, the relationship had to end. It ended. And then the sister had another, started another relationship. And she met a pastor one day. And the pastor said, ah, I've not been hearing from you. you. Nothing is happening. I linked you up. What is happening? He said, I'm very sorry. Forgive me. For not thinking of getting back to you. It's not right. But I am enjoying it so much that I have not had the presence of mind to even think of somebody else. He said, I didn't know. But in, in the meantime, I want to thank you for introducing me to this relationship. I thought a relationship has to be quarrels and fightings. Battleships. <laughs> Everyone could be very careful. <laughs> I didn't know that a relationship could be so sweet. I didn't know. You see, it's not what you are doing. It's how you are doing what you are doing. Go deep. at my face carefully. I'm having fun. I'm having fun. Ministry is exciting. It is how you chose to do. Some of you are doing ministry in disobedience. You have never, there's nothing you are doing that is a result of an instruction that has been given and you are following. Never. Leave the insurance. Leave the insurance. I can understand. You know, I, you know, I am very impressed with you that you can be in something that is very boring and still be, even be able to come, come for a camp about it. You are really a great person. To be in the, a very boring work of God. Very boring. I'm very surprised that you are still around. Well, what is there at the show? Shrimps. Shrimps. Crabs. What? We Um Apophy, Apophy. Do you know Apophy? Zimbabwe. Google Apophy. Erefua, Erefua. Do you know Erefua? What is at the shore? Only shrimps which have eaten feces. It's not what you are doing, no. It's how you are doing it.
get it right. There is a way to do ministry. And it's not at the shore. They that go down to the sea in canoes. Sorry, in what? Ships. They see. May you do ministry well. Get down into the sea in ships. Get the Macarius. There are ships. HMS Macarius. HMS Macane. HMS Dagiwad Mills Audio. HMS Dagiwad Mills Videos.org. Get to the ministry in ships. And stop this once a week, quiet time. I said, get into the ministry with HMS Macarius. It's not what you are doing. It's how. How can the two of us be doing ministry? I want more and you want to resign. Is it possible the same ministry? The same. It's not what you are doing. It's It's not who you are married to. It's how you are married. Number five, we must close. We'll take a break. Number five. Is it number five? What's number one? Why should you go deeper? Number one is what? Yes. God is about to what? choose you to use you to do great things to do god is about to choose you to do something great if there is no other reason this is okay to know that you have been earmarked by god for something amazing ahead of you for that alone prepare yourself President Clinton is an American. There are big, big universities in America. The Cornells and the, and the uh, Harvards and so on. But he went to Oxford University in England. Why? Because he said his aim is to be the, um, the president of America of a certain class. So when you know what you want to go, what you, when you know what you want to be, you don't go to the, the uh, Adenta Barrier MIT. But you go to Massachusetts MIT. Because we also have MIT. Mumford Institute of Technology. But if you want to be a certain type of Bill Gates. Number two. Number two is what? You must go deeper because what? We are likened to buildings. And only a building with deep foundations can go high. Can you clap your hands? Number three. You must go deeper. Because 
God is making you into a tower. You must go deep because you are what? A tower. Yeah. Into a lighthouse. With a far-reaching impact. That's a lighthouse. That's a tower. The impact of a tower is not area. You are you, today you are an Adamobe shepherd. But one of these days, people in America will be listening to you. People in Swaziland will be listening to you. People in Slovenia will tune in. Receive a tower. That's why I said go deep. Tell of it. Go deep. 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 Concentrate. Mommy, go deep and stop this galamsey Christianity you are. Number four. Our jobs as ministers is likened to fishing. Number five. The wonders of God are in the deep. Psalm 107, 23, 24. Why don't you want to do it in such a way that you see the wonders? The wonders. Why don't you want to see the wonders? The wonders are in the deep. The wonders are not in some shallow pits. You may get gold there, but you, you can't get a certain type a certain hall of gold from Galamse. You only destroy rivers. I want to inform you, sisters, brothers, there are wonderful experiences in God. There are wonderful experiences. Believe God to see one. Believe God to experience one. There are wonderful experiences in the ministry. Yes. Number six, big fish are found only in the deep. Only. When you see a whale at the shore, it means it is dead or dying. <laughs> the shore is not the normal place to see a whale. Gabuza Gazia Gadaba. The shore is not a normal place to see a whale. You want to see a whale? Get a ship. And I'm, I don't know. I'm very sure a ship is more expensive than a canoe. Or is it possible? Sir, you, you're the Navy. Is a ship more expensive than a canoe? I, I, I don't know. Is it possible? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So pay the price. Pay the price. Pay the price to go deep. If you don't want to pay the price, you will only have a raft. A raft. People go to the sea on rafts. But they can't go far. And the wonders are where? In the deep. I'm enjoying the wonders. Wonderful wonders. Beautiful wonders. 
beautiful wonders. And believe God to pay the price. Pay it with fastings. Pay it with time in the word. Pay it with time praying. Pay it with time on the ground doing the work practically. I, I tell people, one of the ways to be a very good preacher is to spend a lot of, of your time doing one-on-one interactions. Yes. If you want to ever be a good preacher, start visitations. Because you can preach without ventilation. Windowless preaching. Turn your Bible to Nahum 2.6. And from there, let us link it to 2 Kings 3, 7. And there's also a New Testament parallel in Romans 3, 14. And now, when you read it, you understand that Paul, as he was coming from Philippi, wrote something to the Philippian church. And you see that in Philippians 1, verse 12. What is that? We need to breathe. We need what? We need what? To breathe. Tell anybody, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. How can you preach a preaching that people are watching you and they are dying? Number seven. Have you done seven? I said what? Big fish are found only in the deep. Yeah, the deep is just a puffy. Number seven. Large shoals of fish are caught only in deep waters. Not just big fish, but a lot of fish is deep. It's a lot of fish. It's deep. Tagoza gadia bagunde. Koka di gadimo zagida magoda shaga mada sagaba kataba Number eight, Christianity is likened to swimming. And you don't enjoy it without going deeper. (laughs) The Christian life, Sean, is like swimming. How do we know? Ezekiel 47 verse 1, and down, and down, and down. He said, at a point, I could not stand, so I began to swim. It was from the swimming point that he began to notice trees. Do you get me? It's from the swimming what point, not the walking point and the talking point. The swimming point. Until you have swum, you will never notice fishermen and fishes and trees and fruits and leaves. How can you buy bikini? Bikini. You have risked your shape to wear a bikini. It's a risk you've taken to wear a bikini. And you are just putting your feet in the water. I would have worn a suit to, to, to do that. <laughs> I would have worn, I would have worn what, a what? If you are risking to wear a bikini, then get in the water. Get deeper. 
You go to the sea or swimming pool. You are swimming. You are sitting by the pool, and you are just baby pool. You are in the baby pool. Keep quiet. <laughs> Mayday! You are going to swim, and you are you are sitting in the baby pool. You are with your grandchildren, <laughs> with your bikini. You have risked your life to wear a bikini. <laughs> Baby pool. Say, I'm going deep. Say, I'm going deep. Say, I have left the shore. I'm going to buy a ship. Tell your neighbor, I will pay the price for a ship. I need to enjoy this thing. Oh, say it well. Say, I need to enjoy this thing. I am going into the deepest part. I'm swimming into the deepest part. Because this is my life. Clap your hands for Jesus. Number nine. Why should you go deep? This afternoon, we've just done why. Why should you go deep? Because if you are not deep, you will never, doc, doc, you will never experience the deep part of God. Sir, you didn't hear me. If you don't go deep, you will never experience the deep part of God. See, when you are in a relationship with somebody, it's important to experience the nicer parts of the person. Oh, I have sweet memories of nice times I have had with my pastor. We've sat in planes, just the two of us. Airports, name them, take them and claim them. Sweet memories. And I'm happy. Because he's also a strong pastor. I've experienced the heat of his ministry. <laughs> I've experienced what? The heat of his ministry. So I'm happy that I've experienced the nice, the deep part. Honey, honey, God has a deep part. God has a nice part. Did you know that his things, his sweetest and his goodies, they are only for those people who are in the deep part. The real experiences of God are in his deep part. See, I said God has a deep part. You can relate with somebody and only notice the kelewele part of the person. No, I've related with people and experienced from them. 
Not one, not two. Not two. And stood there and watched the people give others kelewele. Google it in Zimbabwe. Kelewele. 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 It's a plantain meal, soft plantain that you dice and add pepper and fry. You add spices like maggi cube and flour and shrimps and fry. I'm going deep. Shut up, Baba. I said, I've had relations with people enough to experience cast from them. And not three. Everybody has a deep part. Psalm 42 verse 7. Everybody has a deep part. Psalm 42 verse 7. Deep call it unto deep. At the noise of thy water sprouts. And all thy waves and thy billows are gone over me. Say deep calls unto deep. Oh, I can't hear you, baby. Say deep calls unto deep. Say deep call it unto deep. Yes. You, you are relating with God with your shallow part because the truth, you see, is are people who don't talk. Everybody who doesn't talk, he talks, but not to you. <laughs> yes. Anybody you know who doesn't talk? Or they say, oh, how are you doing? Yes. No, they can talk for two hours on the phone, but not to you. So everybody has a talkative part and a quiet, silent. Jesus Christ, when he stood before Pontius Pilate, and he had nothing to say. He had to be adjured to speak a sentence. He was quiet. But when he was with his disciples, when he was with his disciples, read it in John. Red song. Everybody has a deep part and a shallow part. And if you choose to give God your shallow part, He will also give you His shallow part. I've taught you guys something, eh? That most of what you will get from God is a, is a reaction to what you give to Him. The God you know is the God of your actions. Should I say it again? The God you know is the God of your action. He is your creation. Zamula Badia Gabo. You didn't hear me? I said, the God you know is your creation. You created that God in your life. He is certainly not the God of Elisha. The God of Elisha is his creation. You pay a price to have a certain God. 
I told you the story of the man with his son who were walking around and they saw a plane very far. And the man asked his boy, son, did you see the plane? He said, yes. What do you think is the size of the plane? So daddy, it's smaller than your car. Say yes. Good, son. Then they went home. They slept. Early morning, the man had his bath. Woke the boy. Bath, have your bath. Daddy, where are we going? Just follow me. Oh, is in the car. They went to the airport. There's a part of the airport where, where you stand, you see the airplanes. Yeah. So they went to stand there to see the, the plane was just here. He said, son, how big is this airplane? He said, daddy, it's, 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 it's about two times the size of our house. He said, do you know this is the same plane you saw up there? He said, no, daddy, it cannot be. That one we saw was smaller than your car. But this one is two, it's about two times bigger than our house. And the father said, it's the same plane. It depends on how far you were from the plane. The size of the plane you see is determined by how far you are. If you are close to it, it's very big. If you are far, it's very small. I said, the God you imagine is your imagination that created that God. Pay the price. Pay the price. <laughs> God has a deep heart. And he's also not a fool. If you are giving him your shallow part, he will also give you his shallow parts. If you seek me, you find me. How is it? Is she okay? If you give God your deep part, He will also give you His deep part. Deep, your deep, or call the deep part of God. your deep. If you give him your deep, it will call his deep. If you give him your shallow, it will call his shallow. I said the God you know is the God of your creation. You made that God. You are serving. Katabuda! Better make a bigger God. I said, better make a bigger one because, and how do you make a big God? By giving him your big parts. Shokatuma. He's deep, you know. Somebody walked with him enough to be able to go and stand outside and tell the son, don't move. By saying to the son, don't move, he was saying to the earth, he, he, he didn't know what they were saying, but he was saying to the earth, don't revolve. Stay. Power. You can't kill a mosquito. I said, the God you are working with is your creation. You created the God you are working with. The God you have 
is a God you created. You see, you may know God as anything, but please don't know him as a fool. Don't. Don't, 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 don't. He's no fool. Well, well, even if he's a fool, Paul says his foolishness is wiser than your greatest wisdom. He's big. You are not experiencing him that way because you have not given him the best of your life. So he will also not give you the best of himself. Ah. You've forgotten the Resurrection Sunday story. Some people didn't have time for him. They came and stood there and looked inside and went. What did they see? You don't have time for God. You see napkin and handkerchief. Yes. But the one who stayed enough and was, was there and waited, he saw an angel. And when he stayed long enough, she saw Jesus. Jesus can appear as a handkerchief. Some of you are only experiencing handkerchiefs. You don't have time for God to stay and, 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 and fellowship. To stay and fellowship. You go to church on Sunday. When the, when the uh, 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 um, what do you call it? They said the grace. You have timed yourself. Within 10 minutes, you must be out of the gate. I don't know what, I don't know what, what curse you're giving yourself that if you are in the church after 10 minutes, your testicle will swell. I, I don't know what you've told yourself. But 10 minutes, you are out. You have no time for God. You want him to have time for you? It's not enough to go to church. It's also important to stay in the church long enough for handkerchiefs to turn to angels and for angels to metamorphose into Jesus. Am I preaching to you? You don't have time for God. He won't have time for you. I, I want to say it again. I know I'm not saying it well. You know, there are some people who speak with, they have some, they, they call them one-liners. I'm not a one-liner. I'm not at that level of intelligence. But I can tell you, I'm saying to you that the God you experience is, the, is, a, is a reaction to your actions. In other words, the God you are experiencing is your creation, Anna. You created the God you know. And you can create a big God, a deep God, a mighty God, a healing God, or a weak God who doesn't answer prayers. Who, a God, you, can, you can create a God who, who can't even take care of his children. <laughs> yes. He's your creation. You can create a God that when you are with him, you must sleep with somebody's husband before you can style your hair and put something on it. Yes. But there's a girl who has created a God that when she is with that God, he meets every need because she has given that God her, her deep parts. And God has also he has, he has sugared himself with his deep parts. If you want to see my chest, you see my chest. If you want my bontos, you see my bontos. There's bombs. It's called bombs. Everybody kung fu fight. Eh? (laughs) 
finally, what's number what? Number 10. Christianity is like mining. And in mining, you have to go deep. Zunima Zanaga Dabagosa. Matthew 13, 44. Matthew 13, 44. The Bible says, again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure hid in a field. The which when a man had found, he hideth and for joy thereof goeth and selleth all that he hath and buyeth that field. But note it, notice it is like a treasure hidden. Why should you go deep? Because Christianity is like what? Mining. You, but you can choose Galamse Christianity. Or deep pits Christianity. Four miles down. That's where the goal is. That's where the diamonds are. You can also decide to do galamsey and be getting gold. You know, by the time you, you get a bar of gold, you've destroyed a river. God is like a treasure. Once again, the God you have depends on how deep you dug to get that God. Everybody here has God. But he depends on how deep, how, how, you, how you found that God. The price you paid to get that God is the type of God you have. You can go and hire some cranes. Uh, is it bulldozers? Bulldozers. And the payloaders. And do galamse. Or you can invest billions of dollars into a mine with shafts and trucks deep down there. It depends. I said, the God you have is the God you got by how deep you dug because he is a treasure. Hidden. And the deeper you go. We went to Nzulenzu in the, in the western region. We found oil. Many years ago, we, we went inside the forest and there was literally oil oozing from the ground. We, we, we held it. Oil. Thick black oil. We did not need to dig even one foot. It was just coming. But that oil is just 20 buckets. But there's another type of oil where you need a rig and ships, tankers fail and go and fail and go. The type of oil that tankers come to load and hit the high seas with, it's not the Nzulenzu type of oil. The money you paid for the God you have is the size of the God you have. 
the deeper you go. The bigger the God. I said, everyone here has a God. But the God you have is determined by how, what, 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 what price have you paid? How deep did you dig? You just did so you, you scooped with some, with some uh, uh, pail. Pail. And somebody has bought machines to drill down one kilometer, two kilometers, three kilometers. And you want to compare with him? I pray that the anointing your ministry will ooze. Tankers will have to come and, and drain some of the oil. I said, I pray that the anointing your ministry will ooze. Tankers will come and carry it away. I pray that your, your, your life, your ministry will be a deep ministry. May the, may the treasures, may the oil, may the fishes, may the shoals, may the experiences be deep. Amen. Stand to your feet and lift your two hands. Lift your two hands. Lift your two hands, everybody. And pray. Pray. Draw me deeper. Lord, deeper into your word of truth. Draw me deeper. Lord, deeper into your love. Everyone sing now. can hear you. I may know. Draw me deeper. Draw me deeper. Deeper. Draw me deeper. Lord, deeper into your love for me. Draw me deeper. Lord, deeper to the place where you are. Draw me deeper and deeper that I may know your heart. Lift your two hands. Draw me from fear into faithfulness. Lead me along your way draw me from sin into your holiness that I may be a living praise wow Lift your hands. And let's pray as we close.
Pray. Yes, Oh, Mariko Satayababa, Lembelebo, Shanino Kasudebosha, Li Imakadiana Mosha, Libro Sandibosa, Macro Siako Satayaba, La Payan Delebo, Shanino Sandibo, Katayaba, Lambelebo, Shaliko, Lift your hands and pray, Layababa, Yemelebo, Shimala, Dipala. Sundari Babe, Tayandari Babe, Randara, deeper, deeper. Lift up your voice, lift up your voice. Speak unto him. Ask him to take you deeper. Randere Babe, Kazabo, Biandore Babo, Rambare Babada, Yabandere Babo, Mikololo, Zondere Baba, Zabai Baba, Mitolalan, Dari Baba, Zekereben, Dari Baba, Zobayan, Dari Baba, Andere Babe. Nora Baba, Zondere Babe, Deeper Lord. Deeper Lord, deeper Lord, deeper Lord, deeper Lord. Not longer, any more longer shallow waters, but deeper God. No longer, no longer shallow waters, but deeper, 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 deeper. We are dissatisfied being shallow. Lord, take us deeper. Lord, take us deeper. Lord, take us deeper. Lord, take us deeper. We are dissatisfied. We can't be satisfied with shallowness. We can't be satisfied with shallowness. Lord, take us deeper. Lord, take us deeper. Lord, take us deeper. Help us, O Lord. Help us, O Lord. In the seasons ahead. In the years ahead. In the months ahead. In the years ahead. Ahead in the seasons ahead, O Lord. Lord, help us, O Lord. May the grace to go deeper, the grace to go deeper, the interest to go deeper, a sustained interest, O Lord, a sustained interest, O Lord, a sustained interest, O Lord. Oh Lord, help us, O Lord. Oh Lord, help us, O Lord. Oh Lord, help us, O Lord. Our commitment to the ministry, our drive to the ministry is to go.